across Bristol. The sound. The sound. The sound of Bristol students loving where we live. This is Burst Radio, Bristol University's radio station. From the Sky News Centre at nine, British citizens are being told to leave Ukraine immediately and warn they should not expect any military evacuation. The Armed Forces Minister, James Heapy, fears a Russian invasion is feasible at any moment, but he says UK troops will not engage in conflict if war breaks out. US Secretary of State Antony Blinken says he'll speak to his Russian counterpart today and that America is prepared for either diplomacy or aggression from Moscow. When a Russian invasion can start at any time, if President Putin so decides. That includes in the coming days. He has put in place the capacity to act on very short notice. Police have formally approached Boris Johnson to demand answers over allegations of lockdown parties in Downing Street. The Prime Minister is among more than 50 people being given questionnaires by officers investigating potential breaches of Covid rules. There's good news for holidaymakers travelling to France. The requirement to show a negative test for fully vaccinated travellers has been scrapped. And a Canadian judge has ordered an end to Covid protests which have blocked a bridge on the border with the US for five days. Police have threatened to arrest those blocking streets and seize their vehicles. Rallies being held this lunchtime in several cities across the UK, including places like London, Manchester, Cardiff and Glasgow, in protest at the rising cost of living. It coincides with a squeeze on household bills because of rising energy costs. Camilla Valieva, Camilla Valieva's coach says she's certain the teenage Russian figure skater is a clean athlete. The 15-year-old competed at the Winter Olympics despite previously testing positive for a banned substance. International Olympic Committee spokesperson Mark Adams says those around her need to be looked at too. We would very much encourage that. In this and all cases, it's very important. The entourage is, has been in the past overlooked. In this case, as in all other cases, we would welcome uh, a strong, uh, strong line from them on that. Team GB remain middleless, though, that Charlotte Banks and Hugh Nightingale finished six in the snowboard cross. That's the latest. I'm Tim Jones. Saturday Brunch. First radio. Bristol University's radio station. Good morning, sleuthers. How are we all today? Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to our <laughs> Valentine's Day special. It might not be Valentine's Day today, but we are going to be getting you ready That's for it. Monday. It basically is Valentine's Day at this point. It's Valentine's weekend. Exactly. It's if the cri- holiday season. If Christmas can have Christmas Eve, Valentine's Day can have Valentine's Eve. I'm and a that big would believer be in that. Tomorrow. That- Oh my god, it is tomorrow, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Turns out when you're single, you forget what Valentine's So today is. <laughs> is actually Galentine's Day Eve, because Galentine's is technically the 13th. I thought Galentine's was the 15th. No, Galentine's oh. the 13th. So today is Galentine's Eve, so we are going to be doing a whole show gearing you into <laughs> the, the festive spirit, I guess. <laughs> and we're going to kick it off with, surprise, kicking it off with a, a truth today, um, just to get us into our co-star mood. Someone please tell me how to get my ex off co-star. Can't handle another merged horoscope. That is, <clears throat> sorry, that is absolutely terrifying. I'm very grateful that none of my exes have co-star, or if they do, they've never added me. I mean, yeah, I think one of the most rogue things in life is when somebody randomly adds you on co-star. You have randos add you? No, like people that I know, but without oh, it yeah. being like a conversation. I have like five people on co-star in like I 
I only care about three of them anyway, so... I've got quite a few now, and I will say, sometimes it's annoying having more people, because you know when it shows you different people's kind yeah. of daily things? Sometimes <laughs> you want to know certain people's, and you, you just can't get it. That's because I've got a good one for you, actually, on my thing. Oh, great. I have actually looked at mine yet today, so that's going to be a fun little a little glance. Well, according but, yeah. to CoStar, today at a glance, do you defend your point of view by repeatedly asserting it? Oh. I mean... Sorry, what's you? Are you a little Leo rising? I, I think I don't yeah, yeah. I mean look, I don't understand <laughs> Big Leo signs. energy I've done this every week for um, a whole year pretty much and I still let's don't know have what a it little look see we'll give you guys oh we're gonna we're gonna tell you about our love styles guys we're gonna have a look at our um our Venuses right now I mean I, I don't I haven't got access to my phone but you well I'm gonna look at your Venus right now so you heard Sam's, it here first folks He's gonna so look we're at my gonna Venus. look at Venus um your Venus <laughs> this is how you love um so Sam's Venus is in Leo. <laughs> which is mm, questionable girls watch out i don't know what any of this means if anybody is interested in a romantic relationship with sam know that um their romantic side is idealistic i'm reading this straight from costar they need a lot of love care and validation in return they won't hold back they want a passionate relationship and sometimes it might seem that they just like the drama i feel very cooled out right now so that's sam's venus so yeah anyone seeking to date him there's there's some good just, facts just for you take a look at my venus um, ladies and gentlemen take a good look at his venus um and then mine is mine's pisces so is that better or worse i i don't know it says <laughs> my venus is in pisces meaning that my romantic side is sentimental dreamy and gentle and i have a deep well of compassion and love but have trouble protecting myself when it comes to relationships Okay, yeah, I do kind of see that. We- so, yeah, look, guys, astrology is the one. Um, and, yeah, <clears throat> hit us up with your um, big six if you want a reading. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, this will play big time into our interactions, you know, with our loved ones. So Exactly. Take note, guys. Those are our <laughs> Venuses. But, yeah, we've also got we've got a few, few people interested, especially in Sam this week. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, so, if you're listening in, in Sleuthers... <laughs> um, if you did write Sam his two confirmed Briss Truths And this one week, potential one. One potential that I think is a little bit more random. Yeah. Why don't you read them out? <clears throat> oh, I will. So, we start off with Briss Crush 14332. Hey, Briss Crush radio show boy on Hinge. Nice guitar skills. Here's a Briss Crush for you. And that's quite nice. You know, I, I like that one. It's a little, you know, it's like, it, I don't know. It's fun. It gave me a little. It is cute. But here's the thing I don't understand, right? This person either is already talking to me on Hinge, yeah, or didn't match with me. So either way, what's your end goal here? Like, is that like I don't know. I don't know. I think it would be nice if they it's told cute. you it was them. That's the other thing because I actually don't know who it could like, be. Like, it I'm... should be Hey, wrist, tr- wrist tr- Crush Radio Show Boy on Hinge. Nice guitar skills. Here's a wrist Crush f- f- t- for you from yeah the girl with the blah blah blah. That's the thing because now I don't know who it is, and I've. Although I have matches on Hinge, I don't actually talk to any of them because it's yeah. all just gone. So I have no idea who this person is. So if you are listening, just hit, hit me up. Like, you either have me already or I'm not into you. Sorry. Wow. Brutal. Brutal um, out here. And the other confirmed Briss crush about me is 14382. Is the Briss loose guy gay? Please, God, send me a sign. I mean, look. Is God about to send the sign? A tenor's a tenor, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not that expensive. Um, but yeah, I... I'm clearly, you know, reaching across <laughs> both sides of the battlefield. So, 
you know, yeah. I'm I'm very glad I'm getting all the attention. It's it's he's very getting nice. a lot of attention, and then I got one too. Oh, um, she did. Yeah, this is Brisk Crush one four three four five to the girl in the library. You're fit. It's so Maddie. I I do go to the library. She so that's be. all about me. Exactly. Well, I mean, there's also Brisk Crush one four three eight eight. S, is it just me or do you feel the chemistry? Need to know before I lose my head. Guys, can we like try and even the playing field here? I need some brisk crushes you've this had, week. You've had so many. I, this is the first week I've had more than you in the entire time we've done this. I mean, yeah. yeah. Fun. <laughs> but like, these are confirmed about you. That's fun. It's, I mean, I had confirmed. one last week, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Reveal yourself. <laughs> well, also, it was an unreleased uh, brisk truth, but um, due to our friend in the admin team, he mentioned to me that people have been submitting brisk, lo- uh, brisk truths asking what brisk sleuths actually is and so, so yeah for all our new sleuthers out there which there may be quite a few of you we'd like to welcome you thank you for joining us and uh get ready to embark on a very long and confusing journey where maddie and i just overanalyzed the hell out of everyone's favorite yeah, bristol-based facebook group that was the pitch we were like <laughs> yeah we've, we've both got humanities degrees we're we're just gonna use them and that analysis skills to just really overanalyze every post on these pages so uh, that is the content fantastic. we're bringing to you <laughs> but i realized we did not properly go through our weekly co-star beyond giving oh, ourselves a cheeky little reading <laughs> mine today says air your grievances oh, so God. anyone that's wronged me expect a message today i'm gonna I'll get it all i'll out. pray for your soul yeah good luck i was um, asked if i'm getting carried away with ideas oh and i should do backspace bookmarks checkpoints and don't do retracing steps, what ifs, and bookends. So mine says I should do solitude novels Ooh. and deadlifts, which is funny <laughs> because I literally went to an exercise class yesterday and I, I had to use weights. I've literally never touched a weight in my life before. And I've been complaining all morning about like, I literally woke up in the night because I was in so much pain. Aww, um, poor flower. So I'm not actually going to do deadlifts today. And it says I shouldn't do caps locks when I'm doing my confrontations, staring contests or small talk, which is quite nice that is quite nice um also my icebreaker today is kind of brutal okay mine says you fall for your romanticized idea of a person yeah mine is i fall for anyone who talks to me for more than 20 minutes that's horrendously accurate that is horrifically accurate so uh, i feel very very called out and just yeah a fun one for me today the one where it tells you what you should do with the day mine says i should start a mosh pit with stella so stella can't wait to start a mosh pit later i would love to that's our galentine's plan a taylor themed a taylor mosh mosh pit pit. i think that could be really fun Mm. like a little taylor mosh pit would i let us know which song you think would work I guess Bad Blood would be the one I could mosh most to. Like, something from the reputation, kind of... No, wouldn't you want something kind of fast, though? I want her really yeah, misogynistic not... one. I want Better Than Revenge. Like, that goes really oh, fast. Oh, wait, no. Um, which is the... What's Homophobic Taylor song? Oh, that's Picture to Burn. Yeah, I want to mosh to Taylor being homophobic. I actually don't think that that's a homophobic no, song. I think it's, it's been, homophobic. like, really twisted. <clears throat> it's, it's more, I think it's the fact that Swifties have made it a meme, and then non-Swifties have seen it, and not understood the kind of humour behind it. Well, the it. thing is, she did re-release the song, so it doesn't say you're gay anymore. But, like, the sentiment of her calling this person, like, saying you're gay is not, like, a slur. She's literally, not, like... Um, what's the lyric? It's like... Um, it's, I'll tell my friends... Yeah, you tell, you tell them I'm obsessive and crazy. Crazy, that's fine. That's fine. I'll, I'll tell, tell mine, mine you're gay. gay. It's just, like, you don't want me, so I'm going to stop people, that's like, it. You, you, having tra- the opportunity with you. Like, it's not... Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, anyway. And even if she is homophobic, we love that for her. <laughs> <laughs> Our 
Our girl Taylor is not homophobic. No, we stand. Um, She's an icon. She is an icon. And yeah, I feel like you could make a whole Taylor Valentine's playlist, honestly. I mean, the girl's got a massive discography. She's got a really massive She's got an entire album called Lover, for God's sake. Like... I've had a message saying we did in fact mosh to Holy Ground at Thecla, which is quite the pick. I've um, not heard that one, actually. It's quite a good one, actually. I don't really know how to describe it. Okay. But guys, if you're Taylor fans and need to mosh today, Holy Ground, it's actually one of, like, I'd say more so a love song. So, like, good vibes for Valentine's weekend. Um, all we want to do, bring the love this weekend, having a great time. Oh, and of course. Is that cute? On that in? note, we are going to play Love by Nat King Cole, my favourite, from the Parent Trap soundtrack. And that's the only reason and it sticks in my head but yeah I love the song anyway but here it is L is for the way you look at me O is for the only one I see V is very very extraordinary E is even more than anyone that you adore can love is all that I can give to you love is more than just a game for two two in love can make it take my heart and please don't break it love was made for me and you Just a game for two Two in love can make it Take my heart and please don't break it Love was made for me and you Love was made for me and you Love was made for me and you Radio. Bristol University's radio station. Okay, so in travel news this morning, the M180 Junction 2 eastbound exit will be blocked due to roadworks, so expect delays until the 28th of February. The A63 westbound exit for the A1079 will also be blocked due to roadworks up until the 31st of March. 
Following on from that, the A64 westbound between the B1248 and the A1237 will be blocked due to roadworks until the 13th of February. Uh, what else have we got? The M180 westbound between Junction 1 and the M118 will also be closed due to roadworks from the 7th of October till the 28th of February. So please, sleuthers, plan your journeys accordingly. Yeah, make sure you have got all your traveling done on those roads before they close. Be safe as well. Yep, we want all of our sleuthers happy and healthy for Valentine's Day. Yeah, good and for you, sleuthers. So now we're continuing our little headlines segment, and we've got a couple of things we wanted to have a chit-chat about. I've kicked it off with uh, my favorite headline, uh, 19 Valentine's Day drinks you can order off the secret Starbucks menu. I still don't believe the Starbucks secret menu is a thing. I think it's an American thing. Uh, y- also, yes. like, I actively don't like Starbucks, but I thought this was fun. So we're going to scroll through and pick some of our faves well, I, for you. I, I just remember seeing this Tumblr post back in, like, 2012. It was, like, someone going up to, like, a Starbucks, like, hey, can I get a lasagna? What do you want about Starbucks? Nah, nah, I saw it in your secret menu, mate. <laughs> I want lasagna. Yeah. So I, my first one, I like, well, actually, I probably would not drink any of these, but I'm going to tell you guys some of the it. They all, I'm the looking best, at them now, they look American. They like, look very American. Ugh. The Okay, the love bean. So, the love bean is a drink you'll get if you're craving something pink. Ask for a <laughs> vanilla bean frappuccino with a couple of pumps of raspberry. Have it topped with whipped cream and chocolate, chocolate curls chocolate and curls. sip away. That's the love bean. Um, shall we do a couple more? What, what would you like? Oh, the dirty Valentine. That sounds okay. very filthy. Calm down. The dirty Valentine is dubbed because it's got coffee in it. It's a it's coffee shop. Isn't Start that the by asking for a cafe vanilla frappuccino then ask for strawberry sauce and java chips to be added in have it topped with whipped cream and mocha drizzle and enjoy this sounds like it would give me a heart attack i wouldn't want to drink any of these but the fact that they've added strawberry into a coffee makes me a little bit ill so let's move on from the starbucks secret menu i'm not loving it i have got one which uh is a bit more kind of i like this one uh, from Cosmopolitan, because, you know, I'm a of Cosmo course. girl. Hear me out. Your post-isolation vacation should be a solo one. It's not awkward at all. What? It's not. And I kind of like this. Where would you, if you're going on a little solo trip... Okay, I know you're going as a female traveller, so a you've got to think trip. differently. Where would me. I go? But where would you go? Um, I don't know. Like, I, I think if I was going on my own, I think lots of people would say they'd want to <laughs> go like to a beach and relax. I actually think I'd want to do the opposite if I was on my own. I think I'd want to go to like a really cultural city yeah. and kind of like explore all the monuments and the cathedrals and like take myself to little cafes and reading cafes. So having said all that, which city would I like to go to? I don't know. I, I think I'd go to like a European city. That's it. I'd, <clears throat> I think for me, I'd go Madrid. That I, I, it's a city I've wanted yeah. to go to for a long time. Obviously, speaking Spanish, I you know want to go. Actually, I'd like to go to Copenhagen. Oh, Copenhagen! Or like would be somewhere cool. in Stockholm yeah. would be quite nice. I think. Yeah, Stockholm. Or I really is- like to go there. Istanbul. I'd actually want to go to Stockholm with people though, because there's like an ABBA museum and lots of stuff that I just think <laughs> would be really fun in a group. <clears throat> I think because um, I I want to go to Vienna, but I want to save that for like a trip I go on oh, like, with a partner because yeah. like Vienna's Vienna is gorgeous. Well, also because my favorite Billy Joel song is Vienna, Vienna, so I have the masculine urge to create an Instagram post just to say, look waited for me yeah that's fair (laughs) enough um yes definitely so yeah i think i would want a a city trip i mean i could always go sit on greek islands like would very much be okay with that but i think if i think i'd get bored of my own company doing that like i think if i was on my own i'd want to be busy on my own so it feels like active time i don't know i wouldn't want to be away for too long on my own i get bored no i think i could do like 
two nights, That's two, it. three nights. Two, two, three nights. But I think I'd have to stay somewhere where there are other people so you have the opportunity to meet people. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, you want to yeah. stay in the city. I'm a big hostel fan. I've never actually stayed in a hostel. Hostel's really fun. Or not like for you know, going away. I've done it, you know, school trips and whatnot. But like, Yeah, no, it's really fun. I like it a lot. But yes, we've got another another um, headline coming up for you now. Which one should we go for? Oh, I thought this was really interesting. Okay. This is Refinery29. Um, my platonic life partnership went viral on TikTok and people have a lot of questions. I'm not surprised. I've got a lot of questions. So yeah, this is somebody who has committed to a platonic life partnership. So effectively <clears throat> a marriage, but without the sex. Yeah, they're platonic. So like a marriage. <laughs> but there's polyamory involved so that they can have like different romantic partners within this but i just don't really understand it like is this not just a friend that you live with it's just a flatmate you've just committed to a roommate for the rest of your life like (laughs) i i understand why people have a lot of questions i am certainly one of them yeah i've I've got a lot of questions as well but good for them like i I mean i mean it must be really lovely because if you're somebody that does like like other people's company it does seem like a good idea to kind of commit to having that stable relationship yeah also having the ability to go and shag who you want i mean it's having your cake and eating i was just thinking yeah i mean it must be nice to kind of have like that assurance of company but then i do think it's kind of an odd one because uh, like i don't know i feel like there's a romantic tie it's like a slightly different thing to just like a platonic tie i don't know it's very very interesting i i don't know about this but i'm I'm happy they're making it work Yeah. No, I'm interested in that. Yeah. Are we moving on to something a I bit more so. serious now? I'm moving on serious because it's me. Um, obviously, being a politics student, you know, with the world being the way it is at the moment, I had to go on to the New Statesman and found an article by Andrew Marr, who asked, is Rishi Sunak determined enough to end the farce of the Johnson premiership? I'm not going to lie. Seeing Dishy Rishi like fight it out with Boris would be a very very interesting thing wait Rishi Sunak's gonna be wants to be Prime Minister is that is that the vibe of this article basically I mean they all do let's be honest they're all out for you know power because that's what politics is it's the pursuit of power very (laughs) very realist in that um but yeah it's it's quite interesting. I, I, I was talking to my mate Geordie on our podcast, the TSA. You can listen on uh, Burst. Go give that little Wow. Um, I've got to do it. But we were both saying that we give it about three weeks before Boris gets completely, like, in, like he's in too deep and has to resign. Mm. And I will be very curious to see who runs in that leadership election. Yeah, I just... Uh, <laughs> we already know that Tom Tugendhat's running. I reckon Rishi will... So I'm I'm curious, sleuthers, if you're interested, write in and see who uh, you think would be running against Boris. Yeah, it would be good to know. Anyway, I'm something very a bit more un- like uninformed. <laughs> well, I don't know whether this is lighthearted, but I find this I found the story really interesting. Um, I listened to a podcast about this on when it was locked down. So this is a Times article about how accurate is the incredible story of Netflix's Inventing Anna. So if you don't know what Inventing Anna is, I've not actually watched, watched it, but I think I will do because I really enjoyed the podcast. Mm. But so it's a, it's not a doc. It's like a drama documentary. So it's based on truth. But oh, yeah, well, like the, like, um, the uh, college admission scandal kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like it's kind of, it's, acted but it's true dramatized yeah yeah, it's a dramatized kind of telling of this story so it's about a woman called anna sorokin who also went by anna delvey i can't remember which one she called herself within the kind of situation of um 
like which one was her impersonation but she came from a penniless Russian background um, and then managed to infiltrate high society um, oh I think like, I've heard of this embezzled so much money she literally was posing as like a wealthy heiress um, and conned so many of Manhattan's elite by like yeah Good. basically posing and a then it all blew up moves. it all blew up for her so I listened to a podcast on it which I can really recommend I'm gonna have a look and find it but yeah basically Netflix has made a documentary of it and there's been a lot of articles questioning like the integrity of the documentary on Netflix so I think that the documentary is probably like a good watch but if you do want to make sure that you've got all the facts I'd definitely check out the podcast I really enjoyed it Mm. um yeah definitely a good one yeah do you have another one I I do and this is just because we both love her um, obviously, with her, it being her, is it Platinum Jubilee this year or Queenie? Yes, it's Platinum. I think so. Um, she's being monitored for COVID. She's still testing negative at the moment, but we love her. Um, obviously, Prince Charles has tested positive, so you know, try not to die. Come on, Queenie, we C- love you. Come on, sausage fingers, pull through. Um, um, and I do actually have another one. Which go I, for it. Um, this is kind of a little bit more like close to my heart because I had an old theology professor who was on it, but uh, there's an article about what it's really like to go on Mastermind. And this Ooh. woman, it's like a whole long article on The Guardian. You can give it a read but basically she was picked for the um her university's uh, university challenge team and was part of a uh pub quiz team called the quizlamic state so obviously the next move is to just go on mastermind but apparently it's a lot more stressful than you think who uh, who'd have thought that being interviewed like on a chosen topic live on tv would be stressful yeah honestly what, what would your mastermind topic be mads uh i don't know i think it would have to be something like that i got obsessed with when i was younger so like a gossip girl honestly i could tell you so much about that show yeah i can see um, that but also i've just had somebody say that it it's a drama it's a dramatization of anna delvey's life that they've made on netflix so it's not a documentary but oh, if you okay. do want to get all the details um of that story from something that is a lot more kind of fact well actually it is a dra- like a dramatized thing as well but maybe slightly more factual listen to fake heiress on apple podcasts and it's a bbc radio 4 documentation of what happened very interesting so yeah so really I de- recommend the podcast I as i said i've not watched the netflix um show but yeah mm. really enjoyed it um thought it was a really interesting story and i think she's now stood trial for it but i can't remember the outcome of that so yeah still girl lost moves but yeah <clears throat> to move us back into a valentine's mood now before we start our our close brisk truth analysis <laughs> we're gonna have our next song which i i mean we just both love this song completely it's total eclipse of the heart the glee cast version <laughs>
Radio. Bristol University's radio station. So now for your weather update. It will be windy, cloudy with spells of rain today, especially across the Pennine Hills, but also in the eastern areas at times. Rain will be locally heavy, but mainly and not exclusively across the Pennines again. <laughs> so there will also be lots of gales over high ground and the maximum temperature will be 8 degrees. So dress accordingly. Dude. But now back into our Brist Truths content. So We know how much you guys love our Brist Truths content. Obviously. I think we, we've got a good one to open up on. Um, Brist Truth 35312. As a history student, I regularly make up words for rhyme and ring of fire, then claim they're a medieval weapon or something. I love this. I mean, I, having a theology degree, could probably do that and be like, this is a certain type of Buddhist prayer or something like that, or this is like an old like theologian. Yeah, and I no believe, gonna... yeah, equally having like an English degree. I feel like you, anyone could do this and yeah. claim it's your specialty. Maybe that's the point of a university degree. But, yeah, just to win ring of fire. But do we? But want... then everyone's going to be doing it. I think, do we want to <laughs> win ring of fire? Is it, is, I, is it a game that's worth I playing? I actually hate ring of fire. Mm. I don't I, find it fun. Ring, Ring of Fire <laughs> and Cards Against Humanity are things that like should end in first year. So I actually quite like Cards Against Humanity, but it shouldn't be played <clears throat> a lot. 
No, I think it shouldn't be played regularly. It should be played on like a really cozy games night with some friends, and you're not like drinking, but you've had like a couple of drinks, so it's like good vibes. You're all like a little bit buzzy, then it's fun. I think when it's, I think maximum six, maybe eight at plus. Yes, I'd say maximum six. Yeah, because it's more fun when it's like more intimate, like group wise. I think also for me, I don't enjoy playing cards against humanity that much anymore because I played it to death in my English GCSE classes. Yeah, we used to sit there playing. It was awful. What? So our, our school implemented a policy of bring your own device which meant everyone bring their laptops into lessons right the problem oh, was no. we, we managed to find a website that had cards yeah i've unlocked. played it before i've played it and we used to sit there and we had this really old english teacher called doriel uh love her if you're listening doriel miss you bestie um <laughs> But we, me. we used to sit there playing Gods Against Humanity. We'd be typing stuff. And she'd be like, what are you doing, boys? Oh, I'm making notes, miss. And then you just have one guy start bursting out laughter. And, and like, you start trying to hit him to make sure we don't get you caught. And you did A-level English after this. I got an A-star in my GCSE. Wow. I got. I remember this report. Was it from all of that creative writing you were doing on Cards Against Humanity? I, my report, I got a four for effort and a one for achievement. Because I got an A-star in my coursework. And my teacher went, I cannot give you less than a one for achievement. Because you've done well. But you're so lazy that you're, I'm not giving What's you lower than a one? No, I mean, like, one, two, three, four, like, it goes, it descends. Like, one oh, is top, okay. four is low. She's like, yeah, you've done well, but you're so lazy, I can't actually give you anything higher than a one for effort and a four for achievement. Uh, one for achievement, four for effort. And I was like, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, fair enough. Best report I ever had. Wow, <laughs> love that for you. My favourite ever thing that was written on a report for me was when I was in year seven, and I, my PE teacher did not really like PE classes. Just wrote, has no core strength. I think that's a bit rude, actually. That's hilarious. Yeah, just because I couldn't do gymnastics as well, which is, like, not really down to core strength. I just can't do gymnastics. So whoever it was that said that, like, just know that that still weighs on me. Um, And, yeah, have a great life. (laughs) But, yeah, what we've got up next is Bris Truth 35323. There is no good breakfast food. All good breakfast food is, in fact, brunch food. You've got opinions about this. I have quite strong opinions about brunch. (laughs) Um, So I'm not... Okay, I'm like a little bit of a staunch three meals a day person. So brunch as a vibe (laughs) doesn't really sit with me incredibly well. But I can can do it. I can make the sacrifices. I'm very glad you can sacrifice. what What would be your ideal brunch time, Sam? I... I mean, that that very much depends. I'd no, but like, okay, somebody says you, you're up early, you're having a normal day, and somebody, you, you've planned brunch with someone. What time are you going? I would say between 10.30 and 11. Okay, I completely agree. I think brunch should be 10.30, 11. I think that's the kind of perfect time for brunch. It's, it's earlier than lunch would be, because I feel like at like 12, you could realistically have lunch if you've been up since exactly. like Exactly, and also I've been invited to brunches with people before, and I've like planned stuff in my afternoon, because I assumed brunch would be late morning. And they've been like, okay, should we meet at one then? Okay, but what if really threw me off. What if it's bottomless brunch? That's very different. Yeah. That's a whole different category. But anyway, back to this idea <laughs> of there being no good breakfast food. All good breakfast food is, in fact, brunch food. I completely disagree, I disagree. Because I think that all good brunch food is breakfast food. That's the thing. Because, like, you don't really... I mean, I to be fair, you do have, like, br- brunch food is either breakfast food or lunch food. Like, you would have it for one or, like, the other. Like, yeah, I mean, I think it, the, like thing, the whole thing is it's, and... like, a merged thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, a full English, that's a fantastic breakfast. But also, I'm just thinking of, like, all the sweet options that you have at a brunch. Like, pancakes, pancakes waffles, um, like, banana breads and, like, fancy stuff like that. And fancy toasts, like, sweet oh, toast. Oh, yeah. Um, I personally don't think that's 
well it's definitely not lunch food that's more breakfast to me so yeah. i guess like that's the breakfast half of brunch it's breakfast or it's pudding like there's no yeah exactly so i don't know i know this person's trying to say it's brunch food but i think they the best wrong. brunch food is breakfast food so mm. sorry mate i feel like brunch is basically elevated breakfast that yeah. will sustain you through lunch well as we all know going out for smashed avos on toast is the reason why millennials can't buy houses it's so true so true so true thank you boomers my for favorite <laughs> sit-in brunch places in bristol guys if anyone wants to take me out Did um, ask? <laughs> they didn't but it's a valentine's day special so you know they've got to have the opportunities okay. um if we're going clifton village i'd like to be at foliage please um and if we're going like white Lady's side i'd like to go to borough take note guys those okay. are my favorites shout out to those two places because they have really great um vegan options i'm not vegan i just have an egg allergy so you know i want the good pancakes i can eat we understand <laughs> but, uh, moving on from maddie's poor attempt at trying to get a date we have bris truth 35328 think your house is petty We've been doing our dishes with shampoo for a week because no one can agree whose turn it is to buy more washing up liquid. I think this is incredible. I this really is the want funniest to know thing. More. Um, said, what shampoo is it? Are you using like, yeah, like Head and Shoulders or are you using like Sainsbury's own brand? I was just picturing like Aussie. I don't know why. I think that's because it's the shampoo I use. But that's some classy shampoo. I'd rather like buy washing up liquid than see, use my fancy sh- shampoo. Well, yeah, I wouldn't want to be using Aussie to like washing up, like to wash up. But that's just what I picture because it's what I use. Mm. But. I just feel like your food would taste nasty. Yeah. Like, I actually have been thinking about this. Like, why does plates not taste of washing up liquid? Like, obviously, if you left it on, they would. But, like, there's no flavor residue. But I feel like with shampoo, there might be because of the smell. Should we we test this theory out? Let's wash up some plates with uh, your Aussie shampoo and see how it tastes. I'm actually running out of my Aussie shampoo, so I need to go buy more. So we're not (laughs) wasting it on washing the dishes. But, like, I just kind of think... I, I, yeah, would your food then taste of your shampoo or smell of your shampoo? I think it would definitely... Which would be a bit jarring. Yeah. Also, the one thing I don't get is why isn't this house just using Splitwise and putting the, like, washing up liquid on Splitwise? Yeah. It's the... Like, we very rarely used it last year in our house. It was just for, like, loo roll and stuff, like, when we... I mean, yeah, because I think three people, it's kind of easier to not, but... Yeah, like, this year I've used it in my house because there's six of us and it makes life so convenient. But, like, yeah. you buy, you know, communal stuff like loo roll, milk, Yeah, and I whack it all on Splitwise. <laughs> so easy. I don't do milk, actually. It's a bit rogue. We didn't do milk last year either. We just no. relied on it being there. And then, like, you two would go through, like, phases of either drinking so much milk or no milk. And it would be really confusing when you went through your Nesquik phase. I still have my Nesquik phase. Nana milk is elite. See, as soon as, like, a Nesquik <laughs> phase starts, you're like, oh, my God, where's all the milk gone? Oh, it's because people are drinking, like, pints of it with Nesquik. Yeah, it was me and Eleanor just sitting like, there drinking. Like, they would drinking. both do it. And then I'd be like, oh, where's the milk? <laughs> <laughs> this is not convenient. Yeah. I have to go to Texaco. Mm. But, yeah. But- uh, we've also got Bristruth 35329. My most humbling experience at uni is my flatmate coming home, having done a deadly bump of K and still beating me at Wordle. You know, maybe it just sharpened the senses, mm. sharpened the Wordle skills. I, I see, they I've were seeing ha- Wordle in a whole new light. I've been having fun with Wordle recently because obviously living with like STEM guys who can't read, uh, they're, they're determined to try and beat me at Wordle, so have de- designed code so that they can basically predict the word for word or like they'll enter a word and will give probabilities what the next word can be i've got to say this is a little bit sad it's a little bit sad <laughs> the fact that i got it in two today means that i'm better than them that's really impressive i've not got it in two i've i think i've had e- like three ever. times well i just i picked a new word today i thought because my sister worked out that my mum and i have the exact same technique and so use that to then try and beat us Right. So I have now got the masculine urge to try and beat Liv by picking a different word every day. Yep, fair enough. That seems like a very fair 
reason but, yeah. but it's like it's just quite fun watching them do it yeah i just kind of freeze when i'm picking my first words so end up picking the same first words because i've kind of like you know that frozen yeah um i just don't know what to pick so i've got to start with something the worst one is when you pick like a rise or something and there's no letters like, i feel like that do? actually happens really frequently though like everyone was like oh my goodness these are all the most popular letters but like they're just never in the word of words which is kind of jarring but like you know what yeah a- apparently it is actually a different word that's meant to be the best one um it's the According it's to like Ricky's code. um saw or something, but like with an e on the end. And yeah, it's like it's... means baby eagle or something like that. Apparently, um, that, that's not according to the code. This but is an the problem with, I read. with Wordle. It's like I actually don't know what certain words are. Like yeah, very true. Like, like null the other week, I didn't know. Yeah, that was odd. That was a random guess from me. Yeah, completely. Like process that. of elimination. Um, but, but it yeah. is a fun game. I've also started playing the New York Times mini crossword, which is fun. I want to start doing that, yeah. So, yeah, guys, if you want to get doing that, like, it's sometimes really hard because it's like Americanisms, but yeah, I hmm. enjoy. Um, another one here, maybe this is like how we're hyperfixating on Wordle. This is Bristruth 35302. Really wish my brain would let me hyperfixate on my degree instead of different famous MILFs, MILFs every three to six months. Mm. This, yeah. Who's I mean, your hyperfixation MILF? Uh, I don't know, but I did have a big Desperate Housewives phase, so I guess all of those ladies. Iconic. Um, that was really fun. I enjoyed my Desperate Housewives phase. Mm. I think for me, actually, the moment is Hannah Waddingham. Um, I don't know who that is. Is so, it from Succession? Uh, no, actually, she is uh, one of the gay mums in uh, Sex Education, the blonde one, and she is also in Ted Lasso. I don't remember. Do you know? It's, um, what's it called? Sex Education. It's Jackson's okay. mum, the blonde one. Oh, yes, uh, I know who you mean. So she's uh, the kind of lead actress in Ted Lasso as well, which I, I just love that show. It fills my heart with happiness. And yeah. Would recommend if you haven't watched it already. Yeah, like I got into Euphoria a couple of weeks ago, um, but specifically season one of Euphoria. I've just started watching season two and I'm not liking it really. So if anyone mm. wants to discuss Euphoria, <laughs> I'll be down. But yeah, I think season two, they've overstylized it, oversexualized it, and it's just not hitting the same way as season one. Also, it feels kind of creepy because they're all teenagers, aren't they? Yeah, like, they're not meant the to be teenagers, but, but it's just like... Yeah. Mm, the, fir- yeah. the first episode being, you know, a teenager hooking up with an, a much older man, I just I felt a bit awkward with it that. It is, yeah. Actually, cause I like Eric Dane as an actor. I mean, if the Bruce Truth was about focusing on a famous Dilf every three to six months, mine would just be Eric Dane for the last four years. Yeah, fair but, enough. You know, what else has Eric Dane been in? Grey's Anatomy. Oh, okay, I was going to yeah, say. He's McSteamy. So, oh, wow. Yeah, you can oh, sound wow. like... Um, <laughs> But yeah, one Bristruth Truth that I have seen, and I've seen this so much on TikTok, on every social media, yeah. Bristruth Truth 35309. Someone from Orchard Heights has pickled an actual dead rat in a jar, and I've never been more scared to walk the streets of Bristol. This is honestly terrifying. It's so I've horrible. actually heard a lot of rat stories this week. So I've heard this one about somebody pickling a dead rat. Mm. Um, my friend, she has a picture of a dead rat that they found in their house on her fridge. <laughs> nice. Um, and then somebody else that I was speaking to, he said in first year he accidentally like kicked the skirting board by his oven like in his first year halls, and looked under it, and he was like, oh, what's that? Like somebody's dropped like a leather glove? <laughs> no loads of baked rats oh, they just so got nasty. all leathery because they've been under there for so long which right. is just disgusting so I think we should kind of move, move yeah. swiftly on from that one Let's see. so Bristruth 35303 D&B at 10.30 in the morning listen to some Taylor Swift like normal people and save my fucking eardrums please I agree and um, on that agree? note we're going to go for paper rings for some romance for the morning we love Taylor Your friends were 
the night that we first met Went home and tried to stalk you on the internet Now I've read all of the books beside your bed The wine is cold like the shoulder that I gave you in the street Cat and mouse for a month or two or three Now I wake up in the night and watch you breathe Kiss me once cause you know I had a long night Kiss me twice cause it's gonna be alright Three times cause I waited my whole life Radio. Bristol University's radio station. Okay, so in sport news this morning in the Premiership Rugby, Bristol Bears lost 49-32 to London Irish at home last night, so if you're a Bristol Bears fan, I'm sorry to hear it. In Six Nations news, England's Harry Randall will be starting in place of Ben Young's ahead of tomorrow's game against Italy. In more Six Nations news, today is the Wales-Scotland match at 2.15, so keep your eyes out for that. Who's, I think Scotland's going to win. Let me know what you think. 
In Formula One news, McLaren has launched its new 2022 car, and Lando Norris has said he can't accept doing nothing to promote diversity after Formula One's decision to remove the pre-race anti-racism ceremony. So, uh, you know, we love a little woke boy. We love Lando Norris. Some great sport news there. Thank you. Um, and now something which I think will turn into a little bit of a sport. This is Valentine's Day prep with Briss Sleuths. So um, <laughs> this is Briss Crush 14390. Um, had a fun time at Lange with you. See you at the traffic like party. So the traffic like party... We have a big announcement. Oh, we have a very big announcement, ladies so, and gentlemen. So, Briss Crush is hosting a party at Lounge on the 15th. And we would like to formally announce this as, um... It's our first meet and greet. Oh, yeah, we will be there. We will be there, ready to meet and greet all of our loyal sleuthers. The more loyal you are, the more chance you have to win the ultimate prize. What is this prize? We'll keep it a mystery. A big, big mystery. A very big mystery, because I've just announced this and Maddie has no idea what I'm talking about. Not really. <laughs> it's a big mystery. I thought you were going to say you were the prize. I mean, I could be the prize. Well, who knows? Who knows? But I, yeah. I, look, I'm not castle, okay? You can't just win me. I'm, I'm more than an object. We will be there, um, and even... We'll be getting content. It's yeah. going to be great. Oh, it'll be fantastic. Content it's going to be great. So, yes. See you on Tuesday. <laughs> but we have a very, very big Brit crush to be an- analysing. Analysing? That's the word. Analysing. Um, yeah. We're going to focus on this. We're going to yeah. break it down. Um, and, yeah. yeah we're going to vibe. Have so, a good old look. So, this is Brit crush 14334. For those on a budget and struggling to find date ideas for Valentine's Day, I have compiled a list of the most enjoyable, random, cheap date night slash activities that my boyfriend and I have done over the last two years so let's kick it off with section one for the foodies <laughs> sam is anything but a foodie so i'm gonna take the i'm gonna take the reins here um the first one i actually think the suggestion sounds really fun mm. bring three random ingredients each and create a recipe using all six that i think this sounds cool. really cool i think it would just be really fun to do that very with somebody. Chaotic, i think yeah i definitely have a backup um meal it. well the other thing is okay let's say you both bring like onions tomato paste and something like that like I mean, it's rogue, but yeah, that's why I'm suggesting you have a backup meal, yeah. um, like a cheeky Deliveroo, or like, I'm actually, me and Sam were talking earlier about how we're not actually massive fans of Deliveroo, just because I feel like the food's always kind of mushy or like cold by the yeah. time it gets to you, so it's like past its best. So, you know what I like? I really like, if you're going to feel it's Valentine's Day, why not? Mm. I like M&S's like rip-off section where it's like fake Nando's. Oh, I think I like they those. look really fun. It's like a tenner for like two mains and starters and stuff. So I think that would be a good Valentine's shout to do mm. alongside this. But yeah, I think it'd be really fun to do this kind mm. of random ingredients thing. I think maybe to kind of negate what you were saying about it being three super random things, you could give each other like a category that they have to be within, which could work. Yeah, I think that's like that. Because otherwise uh, you're going to bring like... Yeah, someone will just bring garlic and then the other person will bring garlic. It's like, great, you've yeah. got two giant bulbs of garlic. <laughs> which but you can make the like um, the confit garlic where you roast it really slowly and oh, then use it true. as a spread. Uh, they've also suggested making pasta for the foodies. So maybe I am a foodie. Pesto make- pasta gang. No, because I don't <laughs> think that's what they meant by that, Sam. Um, oh, actually making the pasta. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, for the new couples, they suggested watching the worst-looking movie on Netflix and answering get-to-know-you questions from Google, which I do. I think that's quite a I'm good. I'm not going to lie. This is mine and Sam. Um, and our other friend Beer's 
plan for this evening. Yeah, so we gonna, will be doing that. It's a new thruple. We're going to um, answer getting to know you questions from Google. Well, we even, were going to watch the worst looking movie on Netflix. I mean, yeah, I, I don't really know Maddie that well. I've only lived with her for three years. So, yeah, you know, we really need to get to know each other mm. a little bit better. This show's getting a bit awkward, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you should see what we're doing during the music playing. Not good. Oh, God. Um, for the long-term couples, they suggest recreating old photos and making playlists, which I, I love that. That's, I think making playlists is cute. Recreating I, old photos, yeah, it's quite cute. I, I've done that with exes before. Like it's quite fun to I do. think it would be fun to do if you were like doing it around a city like going to different places like visiting different bars and restaurants well not like restaurants but like going for different like drinks in different places and recreated them so it's like a little bit of a tour I like that I think that would be really fun mm. I'd definitely be up for that so the next one for the competitive couples out there so Maddie <laughs> um, write truth and dares on Jenga blocks then play that sounds good that is fun and also have you been to the Den and Terrace to play Jenga I haven't so they, they've got a couple of Jenga sets there and they've had so much stuff written on them and people have like put their numbers on and I've always been super curious just to call the number and see like <laughs> who picks up and whether it happens frequently like they've got their number just publicly out on a Jenga set in the Den and Terrace like do they get calls all the time potentially or potentially. never um and also they've suggested pictionary but you draw on each other's arms to make a tattoo oh no sleep. sorry that actually really grosses me out <laughs> i really don't like the idea of that like i love pictionary i definitely play pictionary but drawing on each other's arms to make a tattoo mm. sleeve like i'm sorry but all the ink on your arms nah Grim. also what pen are you using because if it's a permanent market that takes a long time to come out it really do and i just i think i'd cringe like every time I saw it um, and Biro just like not very nice I don't want ink poisoning thank you um, <laughs> yeah that's one that was a bit of an ick for me for the humorous couples uh, you could dress up and act like each other for the evening low key kind of funny that'd be funny uh, before a date make secret bingo cards including things you think the other will say or do and have a that sounds really fun that's fantastic or you can write a rap song together equally fun I think it would be really fun to like write and produce a rap song oh, that'd be fun. and like make a video don't do that on Valentine's Day yeah cute can't wait um, for creative couples, you could teach each other a skill. Oh, make and decorate salt dough. Um, I don't know what that is. Yep. And then the last one is design a house together. That so I'm cute. looking at these and I'm thinking, this is interesting. Um, I will say, um, doing like teaching each other to like play music and stuff is really fun. Um, I do kind of yeah. like that for a date. Um, making and decorating salt dough. I don't know what that is, and I'm scared. Your, your reaction I, wasn't uh, good. It's like making play dough. Oh. Which kind of I don't know. I I'm think not six. I'd rather nip down to Cass Art, get a block of clay, and do some clay modelling. That would be fun. I, uh, you know what? If you've got the pottery wheel mm. as well, we can make it like a bit of a Patrick Swayze mm. ghost moment. Hot. I think instead hot. of designing a house, I would say like playing Sims together. Yeah, I thought you were going to say this. Yeah. Like that gives me Sims vibes. Um, I don't know. Designing a house feels a bit random. You know, I actually do want to do this with friends as well. I really like the kind of it's on TikTok where people get like a little mini canvas and they paint something <laughs> for ten minutes and then swap. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, um, that looks really fun. It just fun. looks cute because then you've created something together and I think it would be really fun. So, yeah, I think that looks that looks like a good yeah. time. Um, and definitely. for consenting sexually adventurous couples, you could do life drawing of each other. I think this would be awkward and cold Very. in a student house. Uh, body painting with easily washable water paints. Which, sure. Okay. Nude photo shoot, but you delete all the photos afterwards. That so just feels risky. It's risky. And also, like, what's the point of doing yeah. it then? Uh, act out an erotic story you find online. This is terrifying. <laughs> Take the we should try it online questionnaire. Which I, we should have looked into what that was I don't know what that started. is, but yeah. Um, this, we, we should try that. The whole vibe of this just <laughs> reminds me of the Modern Family episode where Alex wants to piss off her parents and she finds a 
um, like a create a canvas with your partner thing and you paint each other and then um, do the deed. Um, And it just really reminds me of that Modern Family episode, the kind of ideas that they're throwing out here. So maybe guys go and watch that Modern Family episode for some inspo. And just watch Modern Family in general. Honestly, do love Modern Family. Big, big comfort show. It's a great great show. But you know what? If you don't have a date for Valentine's, that's fine. Tomorrow is Galentine's. You can probably do all of those activities Mm. with your gals because girls just want to have fun. Cindy did tell us that. So here she is. Enjoy.
Across Bristol. The sound. The sound. The sound of Bristol students loving where we live. This is Burst Radio. Bristol University's radio station. From the Sky News Centre at 10, there's a stark warning to British nationals in Ukraine. Get out now while you can. The worst case is that an attack from the Russians on Ukraine is now feasible at any moment and therefore people should leave the country immediately. The Armed Forces Minister James Heapy is also warning people not to rely on a military evacuation of British nationals. He says UK troops will not enter Ukraine to defend the country if there's any conflict with Russia. That's in line with the uh, policy of other NATO countries. Three people, including a 16-year-old boy, have been charged with murder following a fatal stabbing in south-east London. A 21-year-old man was attacked in Eltham on Tuesday and later pronounced dead in hospital. The suspects are appearing at Bromley Magistrates Court today. Boris Johnson's among dozens of people who've been sent questionnaires from police investigating possible breaches of Covid rules. Fines could be issued if Downing Street parties happen during lockdown. A convoy of around 500 drivers in France, inspired by Covid demonstrations in Canada, have been blocked by police in Paris. They were intercepted as they tried to reach the French capital in defiance of a legal order. Similar protests against Covid restrictions in New Zealand saw water sprinklers and Barry Manilow records used to deter campaigners in the capital. Sports Camilla Valieva's coach fi- claims the teenage figure skater is clean and innocent ahead of a decision on whether she can continue competing at the Winter Olympics. After winning gold, it emerged the 15-year-old tested positive for a banned substance in December. Court of Arbitration for Sports Secretary Matthew Reeb knows they need to make a ruling soon. We know that the pressure is strong because the time is very short, so we guarantee normally our decisions within 24 hours, uh, so we need to stick to that because the, the games are so intense, the program is so tight that we need to deliver decisions on time. Elsewhere, on day eight, there's still no medal for Team GB at the Winter Olympics. That's the latest. I'm Tim Jones. And we are back after the news. One thing I just want to quickly say before we start off on the uh, more brisk, crushy analysis. Barry Manilow records would not deter me from a protest. If anything, it made me more <laughs> excited. Nothing brings me more joy than Copacabana. I'm going to be mean, honest. I mean, yeah, fair enough. But it's now we are into, I think, our, our beloved section of Agni Aunts. So we have collected the most fun crushes we can find um to lead us into this valentine's weekend so let's kick it off where are the girls who are into waitrose museums and putting balsamic vinegar with everything this is bristol must be a somewhere you go to waitrose and find them or you go to Calsock or the museums. Calsock is great fun. Honestly, yeah. really recommend. Look, if you're looking for a Tory girl, you're looking for Calsock, you're looking for Shooting Society, do classics or something. It's full of, uh, you know, private But no, like, girls. I gotta say, like, this is not that kind of vibe. Like, going to Waitrose, I go to Waitrose on occasion. And you also it's go my to Calsock. Shop. Um, uh, but yeah, but you've equated it with like a certain political position. This is just a True. bougie girl who wants I'm to think, like, I'm be thinking cultured. posh girls. Like. Yeah, to be fair. Um, so I, yeah, sometimes Waitrose really hits. They've got a great reduced section. They do. Um, and also and get, when like, it's your closest store, you're doing great. And you can get Waitrose Essential tahini and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Essential. It's brilliant. Um, uh, yeah. I think, yeah, I prefer M&S for like the 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 bougie vibes but you know i think that's because it's like all of their own stuff that's it. you never find um, brands in MS. you yeah. might occasionally find heinz or they something. do like marmite but still yeah but yeah museums also fun mm. i kind of want to go to grace and perry's art exhibition thing in bristol I, i'd be down for um, that, yeah. at the museum so no that's at the yeah 
is it the Alfini? No, no, no. It's the one on the triangle, like just next to oh, that yeah. one. And I think the RWA is about to open again. Yeah, so it's opening up in a few weeks. That's great. So. That'd be really nice. Mm. I just started watching a TV show with my flatmate actually, and the RWA features in it, which is quite cool. Oh, very nice. Yeah, it's all set in Bristol, which I ah. just love. Um, I love to see. So, uh, yeah. Moving on to Brist Crush one three eight, but one four three eight six. I'm falling with my friends with benefit help. Oh no! I mean, it it does kind of happen. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people can't really separate intimacy and like physical intimacy and emotional intimacy. To be fair, I kind of think that it, it's almost like it should be like that way. I don't. No, I don't know. I don't. But equally, yeah. I see why that happens. Like it makes complete sense to me. Well, I remember. I mean, it was. I think about eight months into like my relationship with Amelia, and she just went, "Oh yeah, we're friends with benefits." I'm like, "I'm sorry, what? What? What, what is this, dude?" Like, well, we're friends, and you know, we have benefits. I'm like. That, no, that, it's not, a relationship. That's not the same thing. I was like, I know, but also, it's like, no. I no. I adore you, but no. Please don't turn around to your, like, long-term partner and go, oh, we're just friends with benefits. It might make them sad. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Um, yeah. But also, Brisk Crush 14381, poll for straight girls and gay guys, which I, I love how it's only for these two. Yeah. Are you able to recognize the smell of Lynx Africa? As in, if someone walked past wearing it, would you be able to say, yeah, that's Lynx Africa, all right? Um, I feel like if I'd smelt it recently, yes, I would. I, I haven't smelt it for a long time. I have not smelt it for a long time, but, like, it was a definite, like, thing at my school. Everyone wore it, including girls. Mm. Um, like, girls would wear it to smell like the boys. Um, okay. I think it would be like, they'd want to be like, yeah, like, I smell of, like, a men's fragrance, as if, like, they'd been with guys. Um, so, yeah, like, it was a big thing. Mm. Um, also, you know, um... Links, links, links. The music. Yeah, yeah. Um, he went to Bristol. He oh. was. We were in like. Yeah, he was here when we were in first year. Um, used to go by the name Links Africa. Then kind of got like some acclaim, and people were like, "Oh my god, this seems so racist. Why do you go by this?" Um, and it's, it's after brand. the deodorant. <laughs> but like, obviously, you only know that it's like British culture, yeah. isn't it? I feel like this is some like fresher who's really insecure about the fact that he's wearing Links Africa and is scared that people are going to recognize. No, it. no, 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 no. This is like a no. The British crush, crush. Yeah. yeah, potentially. Who knows? I don't know why it's crossed <laughs> someone's mind, but I like it. Fun yeah, times. Why not? Um, this is Brisk Crush 14367. I decided to look at guys on Tinder and the likes came rolling in. Should have gone gay way sooner. Is that how it works? It, it really is. I'm going to be honest. I, I've said this to like my, my straight friends. If you're ever feeling like you know really down and you've got no like self-confidence, whatever, just download Grindr or set your Tinder to men and genuinely your likes will go through the roof. Like <laughs> it, it really is interesting, actually. Like I, I don't know whether it's just a male thing or whether it's like something else, but like... You do, you do. You get a lot more attention as a guy from other guys. Than do you girls. think that's because guys just send likes more readily than I girls? I think so, probably. Yeah, because I think girls are maybe slightly more discerning with their likes. Because you were like, "Oh, I hate Hinge. I only get eight likes a day," and I was kind of like, "Yeah, what's wrong with that?" Yeah, that's it. I don't think it's that. I think it's more because I don't then want to use it. So I'm like, oh shit, if I see nine people I like, I'm stuck. We'll just wait till the next day. Yeah, true. I probably could. I just, Buy Hinge Premium. No. Apparently it's actually really good. But it's also like, spenny, isn't I've it? I've not used it. Uh, no, I looked it up and it's actually not that spenny. It's oh, like okay. £9 a month, I think. That's not bad. So um, I also just can't be bothered with dating apps at the moment. Yeah. I, I really can't be asked. That's um, a really good place to be in. I respect that from thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and then Brisk Crush 14363. So the boy stood with his mates and his dog on Cossum Hill outside coffee and beer on Friday evening, who asked me if I thought his dog was cute when I ordered it while my friend and I were walking home from Domino's. The dog was cute, but you accuse her. This is really nice. It is, it's very true. I mean, someone with a dog, it just, 
you know they're a good person i've had a similar one to this i was walking out of a bookshop and i bumped into a guy who just got a new puppy and i was like oh my god your puppy and he was like yeah do you want to like play with my dog and i was like yeah yeah i do and he was he was equally very cute it was a great day for me i was feeling great That's it. i i consistently use tilly as my wing woman i often oh. refer to her as my relationship manager she is my best friend and i love that dog that's his dog yeah she's my favorite dog. <laughs> yeah sorry ollie but it's tilly Aww. um and also brisk crush one four three three nine now we, we don't tend to do specific initial ones but this one speaks out to us Elsie, you were stunning on that guitar at the open mic night i should have gotten your number wow it's, it's because we know who Elsie is so lewis cameron if you're alive at the moment we're not we're not entirely sure it was a big night last night um yeah you are desired carnally by someone at the best <laughs> open mic night yeah we love that a little yeah. open mic night it's, action we keep there's a JW who does aerospace in second year, and I live with a JW who does aerospace in fourth year. So whenever the JW aero comes up, we all just tag him. Uh, the the other JW never gets tagged. Yeah, it's odd. I feel like the J the other JW that always gets posted about. I feel like it's a relationship, and it's like an in joke. Yeah, or it's like because there's so many. I just yeah. feel like it's a relationship. Um, yeah, it's another JW, another yeah. brisk crush saga. <laughs> <laughs> it is another brisk crush saga, but like they're just kind of always there always splatter between stuff yeah so. every week i see a jw yeah hour. there's just a lot um i don't know yeah this is oh i remember why i've put this yeah. on here so this is brisk crush 14340 to the indian girl in the white jacket who was wandering around the humanities common room please tell me you're single would love to get to know you better so we put this in because we were thinking about our favorite places to study and to also people watch oh yeah um Equally, I'm kind of tentative to say this on the radio. I don't want to give away my best study spaces. Yeah, I mean, I like... I call it Beacon House for people watching. Oh, God. I have actually never worked in Beacon House, and I don't think I ever will. I don't know why. It just gives me dungeon vibes. It kind of... I, I did a... Um, what's it called? Like, some prep for a presentation I had with a, um, a course mate there, like, last semester. It's not a bad place to work, and it's good for people watching, because it's very open. Yeah, I can see that. That's why I like uh, working in the link spaces in, the, in Woodland Road. Yeah, Because nice. there's some really nice... Um, the new section of the building is just really lovely you get lots of light um, mm. and obviously incredible people watching because it's like people yeah. going in and out of seminars also Wills is quite a good one for people watching if you're sat on like the top level which I tend to yes, when I'm sat in I Wills, can imagine. you can look at everyone down below you can look at everyone on the opposite side it's great yeah the well, ass is kind of the opposite for people watching yeah, especially I because I, I exclusively like the seats that look out the windows mm. so you're literally turned away from people you can't look at them um, and also all <clears> the ones that face the windows are basically well the ones that I I like anyway if back in the day when they were numbered i liked the 140s so that is like right by the german section uh, the english literature section yeah. like um I, so i tend to work right, niche i tend to work right by the um theology section because I, I i basically just went to the library where is the theology section it's on the first floor i think oh um, no no yeah no, so I, I used no. to well because i was doing i only went to the ass to write my essays for um the theology units i had last year and i just yeah it's quite a good place like just you know, yeah it was good when I was writing my dissertation. Yeah, it's it a good, well. But I don't tend to work in the library but that like, often. Also, this is going to be such a controversial take. Um, I liked it when you had to book into the ass. Not because you had to book. Like, the booking was really, really annoying. But, but knowing that I seat. only had... No, not even that. Oh, okay. Knowing that I had a certain time period where I had to work works really well with my brain. Mm. Like, knowing that this is work time and then you're done, you have to leave. It worked really well. It made me really productive. That is true. Yeah. And uh, the final brisk truth uh, for this section... My housemate had to free me from handcuffs after a one-night stand. How do we move on from this, orcs? This is horrendous. Would you free me from handcuffs after a one-night stand? 
I mean, I would, but I would glad. be really <laughs> upset doing it. Also, like, imagine if no one was in. Well, this like, you'd have to just stay there for ages. This is the thing. I personally think that's some really, really dodgy behavior from whoever you hooked up with. Because, like, if you're going to do stuff like that, cool. But you free them afterwards. God yeah, damn, that is really odd. Like, if you're having this kind of, like, oh, you no. know, power play dynamic, at least, like, you know, leave them there for a bit and then free them. Don't just bugger off and, like, Yeah, you know. I hadn't even thought about that. That's that's not very nice. No, it's a little bit, little bit shitty. Yeah, maybe they were just, like, oh, gosh, I don't know. It's very odd. Instead, yeah. you need to get somebody who is hopelessly devoted to you and they're not going to do things <laughs> like that. So on that note, here's Olivia Newton-John. <laughs>
First Radio. Bristol University's radio station. So another sport update for you guys. So Camilla Valieva is the 15-year-old um, athlete on the Russian team for the Olympics. And she has failed a drug test. And this is now being confirmed. She tested positive for a drug that is used to treat heart conditions and as a result prevents vertigo. So it's really called into question whether she was able to and the, like land the quadruple jump that she did um, on behalf of this medication. And she's the first person to ever land that and tips to be one of the best figure skaters ever so it's really thrown into the air her legacy as well as that as the russian olympic committee so to look up that story if you want to know more we love that um but we are now on to our latest section agony aunts we know you guys love it it is our favorite bit of the uh, show as well it is and we got we to start love off a bit of agony with aunts. one that it kind of hits different for me uh brisk crush one four three eight five why do people get into relationships only to give up the second there's a slight disagreement and it gets a bit tough? Asking for my housemate who's been royally fucked over by one of Bristol's self-declared top-tier lads. I think this is actually such a common problem. Yeah, it, it's happened to me before. I had, like, one argument with an ex and then it ended completely. I mean, admittedly, it was over the fact that she thought trans people didn't deserve rights, and I did. Um, but, you know, that... We yeah, made. I think that but this it, it one, is... it's like, I also think that it happens a lot after like the three month mark. Yeah. So it's... it's like you've kind of had your honeymoon period, you're slight, like starting to leave the honeymoon period and you're scared about that. So you have a fight and you don't stick around to make it work. Yeah, it, it's the Daniel Sloth um, mentality. Every relationship is perfect for three months. Once you hit completely, the three months, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you kind of... Yeah, and I just do think that people need to kind of grow up. <laughs> like, it's like in Friends when Chandler's like, oh, have you... And Monica's like, have you never had a disagreement? Because they have a disagreement. And then he's like, oh my God, we've got to break up. And she's like, no, that's just not how work, re- say, you, relationships you, work. It's not about compromise, it's about understanding each like, other. Like, every relationship, you kind of have to have your ups and downs and your yeah, arguments you're, you're and your people, disagreements. Like, you friendships on, as well. If like, you agree on everything, Christ alive. That's, that's kind of scary. Yeah. You don't want to be agreeing with everything. God, no. I, yeah. It would not be healthy do not condone that but following on from this there's brisk crush one one four three seven four how Indeed. do you react to a rose scent on hinge okay so i have some hot takes to say to this okay. um i think people think it's weird sending roses yeah, I, I personally do. don't send them but i would not react negatively to getting one and is my it kind of like a super like on tinder okay super likes on tinder feel different i don't know why getting a rose on hinge it's like i just don't feel like it's that deep and also it really helps your algorithm to do it. So I'm like, I can't judge you if you want a good algorithm. Yeah, fair enough. Because apparently if you send like the Daily Rose, um, obviously you're picking a certain person to send it to. That certain person is probably your type because you've picked to send them a rose. So it elevates that type of people within your feed. Mm. So I do understand why you'd send them. I don't think it's creepy. And I just I just don't think I'd react any differently it, to if somebody liked me, to be honest. I also think because I, I don't know anyone who's sent a rose on Hinge. No. So I kind of wonder, do people actually do it? And then I don't you, think it's very common. If you do do it, does that then make it like, oh shit, I'm special? Like he sent me a rose. I just I got sent one and I have not treated it any differently to any other match on Hinge. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it is more of a furthering the algorithm thing rather than like meaning anything special. Also, to me, it just doesn't really have any significance because realistically, they've still only seen like pictures of you, like yeah. choosing to like you and choosing <clears throat> to send you a rose. It's the same thing. Like all it means is that you like the photos I've put up and the persona I put forward. So, yeah, I don't that's know. fair enough. Yeah, I don't think it's that deep. Mm. But yeah. Uh, we've also got Brisk Crush 14351. I miss my ex so much, we're still going on dates. Wow. I mean, I can kind of... See, you read this and you're really incredulous, but I actually think this happens a lot more. I, I think it does, expect. and I, I do actually know couples that still do this. Um, 
but I, I, I mean, there is a part of me that thinks, you know, what, give yourself space, even if, like, you, you know, yeah. I'm friends with exes now. I mean, you're very time. much a end it and you won't see them for ages, Pretty which much. I think is right. I, 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 you need the space. I mean, I understand if you date someone like your friend group or something like that, or someone you were friends with before, like, you can't just cut them cut out of your them life. Out, yeah. But if there's someone you can cut out, there is a part of me that I think thinks, it's kind of healthier, honestly, yeah. because I feel, feel like if you are seeing them and it was like, if it wasn't like a mutual thing where you were just like, ah, oh, this is just is not going to work. We don't fit together like in this way. Like that's fine. That's obviously a very different situation. But I think it is just healthier to like block and move on. Yeah. Like or not block, just like mute. Like yeah, just don't don't pay attention to them. Unfollow. Yeah. I think. Don't, don't block. That way you can. Then no. So I'm actually a big a big kind m- of mute person fan, for like mute. Yeah. Like it's don't be like it's not petty to unfollow. Obviously, but equally it feels a bit more weighted. Like in the aftershocks like you may as well just mute them you're not going to see their content it's fine I think the funniest one for me is when people unfollow each other's Spotify oh my god no I I've done, the one that gets me I had this uh, collaborative playlist I made with an ex when I went to America with her yeah and that playlist survived for two years and then she deleted it like the other week and I was oh like oh my god oh lol like, that's, that's funny that was weird um, but yeah I didn't realise I was even still following her on Spotify but I just couldn't find the playlist anymore I was like yeah huh. but I do think yeah if, you, if you're still going on dates with your ex maybe maybe kind of maybe go reevaluate <laughs> um, do you want them to be an ex do you want them to be a friend um, I don't know yeah think about it it's probably not the healthiest choice probably not Matt do you want to talk about the next one I the next one I just feel like I need to put this out there for the girls this is this is for everyone it needs discussing on Galentine's Brisk Crush 14338 why do men on dating apps insist on using the most vile pictures known to man please get a second opinion I beg of you I actually think this should be a thing. I think yeah. that men and women should get a member of the opposite sex or their preferred sex to give up their profile a once over. Yeah. Just like, just because I feel like people look for different things. Like if a man looked at my profile and was like, hmm, I think I want you in a bikini a bit more, I'd be like, no, but equally. I feel like the male gaze is a lot easier to understand than the female gaze. Yeah, I think the female gaze, people really misjudge it. I think oh, people yeah. need less mirror pics. We don't like mirror pics. Mir- I think I, Sorry. I do have a mirror pic for my first one, but that's because it is a really good photo. Not your first photo. Your first photo should not be a mirror pic. Hey, look, I've had success with it. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I'm just giving my 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 feelings on this they're very strong um but yeah i do feel like so many men have really really awful pictures of them on their dating apps or they have pictures that they think are funny pictures where they look really gross yeah and sometimes that's fine but equally sometimes we don't want to see it Mm. we want you looking curated and lovely what i love is uh my boy rubens we saw his uh, tinder bio have i told you this story yet i don't know so his tinder bio he all he has in it is 511 the problem is he hasn't written five foot eleven. He's just written five comma eleven, which isn't right. how you write feet in inches. So one of his like matches just opened up with, "Did you mean to write five foot eleven or those two separate measurements?" So we took his phone and just wrote now. I'm a midget with a massive penis. Um, Great. But yeah, it's like it's uh, is that a thing for girls? Like, do you actually care about height in bios? I mean, I'm asking um, you as a representative of the community. I mean, I don't use but. Tinder, so with Hinge you have to. Um, I I literally I don't really care about the heights that much. It pisses me off on Hinge when boys will put like seven foot because like obviously that's not, not true. true. And I kind of think if you're not putting your actual height, like what's your problem? Like it's literally just there, just okay, fill it in. I think we don't a, care that much. In a Tinder bio it's quite funny if you say like, Oh, I'm seven foot eight. 
because apparently that matters. That's when it's a bit more funny. But the thing is, that would be funny if it hadn't been so overdone. Like, mm. um, <laughs> so I have a game with a friend, she came up with it, is looking at people's um, hinge profiles because it works better when there are prompts and you have to see if they've got mentioned to you bodily fluids, um, food, drink, drugs, or there's one more as well, but I can't remember, uh, maybe dog or fish picks. Um, oh, yeah. And like, uh, honestly... 90% of men do and just when you start seeing the patterns in it it's very funny but equally it's like please some originality I beg stop asking me whether it's okay to have pineapple on pizza oh cringe yeah and yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. the final agony aunties for this section am I a bad person for fancying someone in my committee when I'm in a long term relationship yeah this one's this one's interesting i mean look i i had sexy committees when i was on the ref committee you know my uh, my vp when i was in third year geordie akram oh wow what a sexy man so um, i mean to this i think it's tricky i think there are circumstances where obviously you meet people and it's just like there's going to be like attraction that's yeah, like okay. inevitable between people um and that kind of thing like I, I think it's like you can't really help. You can have a crush without acting on it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, equally. But to sometimes I do think like if you're having a crush on other people outside of your relationship, it, it maybe you do need to just question. That's it. It's indicative of something. If your relationship is fulfilling you, like yeah. it's okay if it's not. You don't have to date someone um, permanently. Like I don't think it has to be like a a mm, need to break up. Yeah. But equally, I think it should just like yeah lead to some thought definitely give it some thought but we uh we're gonna go into some music now before our uh, our special guest comes on so this is sophia by alvaro soler enjoy
Mafia. First Radio. Bristol University's radio station. Okay, so in more weather news, tonight there will be residual rain that will soon clear, but leaving a legacy of cloud. A few showers will follow, mainly across the Pennines as the wind slowly eases with a minimum temperature of 4 degrees Celsius. And looking to tomorrow, the rain will soon arrive locally and heavily and persist until the late afternoon when the heaviest rain moves away and any cloudy conditions with patchy uh, light rain will follow. It'll be breezy at times with a maximum temperature of 10 degrees Celsius. And if you can stop looking at me like that, Pablo, that'd be greatly appreciated. Sorry, the legacy of cloud really got me there. I'm reading what it says. So, guys, we have got a special guest to introduce to you to kick off, well, continue our Bristruths interview section. Well, not Bristruths, Bristruths. So sorry. Um, So, welcome to our special guest. Um, This is Pablo, guys. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm very, very happy to be here. It's an honour to have you. It's lovely to have you on the show. uh, Introduce yourself, man. Like, uh, tell us about yourself for our listeners who don't know you. Um, so my name is Pablo, and for those of you who may not know, I lived with Sam and Maddie in second year. We, Indeed. Uh, yeah. I met Sam through swimming, or more accurately, swimming socials. Yeah, more accurately me throwing up in a them, third year's house. <laughs> neither of them are big in the pool, I got the sense. I'm massive in the pool, actually. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, so welcome on to our Valentine's special. Um, to kick things off, do you have a, like a first a memory of Bristruths and Brist Crush, or a favourite memory with Bristruths and Brist Crush? I've got I've got quite a few that I've thought of. Um, I remember the big. I think I think you may remember this as well, Maddie. There was a big. Um, big debate back in second year on Brist Roots about whether a drama student should oh. be the only one booking the... Uh, oh, oh, I remember yes. that one. That was big. That was like Brist Roots Civil War level. It, yeah, we love a drama Civil War. There actually haven't been that many this year about no. societies, which is, I feel like, a shift in the Brist Roots Brist Crush. As it, is that the admin's fault, or is that the fact that the SU is finally doing things well? Maybe we should have talked to our little our little admin friend oh, about this. Should, yeah. Um, but we, yeah, we didn't. But yeah, there was a massive thing about drama societies booking out too much space, but also just like every year there hasn't been this year but there used to be like so much hate for drama societies like every Mm. year and i'd be on committee like oh my god as they're like sending these things like i hate all drama societies they're so exclusive kind of terrifying yeah but But yeah do you have a a first interaction with bruce like do you remember like the day you discovered the truth i remember vividly because i was in freshers fair Um, wow that's early yeah and this guy in a trench coat and sunglasses (laughs) came up to me just gave me a like a card, like a business card that just said Bristol's on it. Actually, it didn't even say Bristol's. It was just the logo, and I was really confused. I didn't know what was happening. You just thought it was a drug dealer. Oh my god! Was, like that's kind of iconic, though. I thought I was being recruited into a cult or something. I, I think you were. And then I saw that logo everywhere, and there was all this like mysticism about it. The, wow. Yeah. Maybe that's how they recruit new admins, even though we've literally interviewed them, and it's literally we know not exactly how. But that is I love that I feel like maybe we should do that with the show should we get some like cheeky business cards just start giving them to random First, people do you have budget do you have budget for us can you sponsor our can cards, we spend please? your money but yeah mm. so uh, we, we did ask you to because uh, you know, we have our section we talk about our favourite headlines of the week have you had any mm-hmm. any big stories this week that have stood out to you um, in epigram and stuff or just generally both oh, if, you, if, yeah. if you have everything we can I've got a bit of everything um, I well there was this debate that I've well I found it really interesting I was reading epigram yesterday to, to prepare for this of course I'm we are we yeah, love that the Bristol pop culture circle is what we want to create here and I saw this interesting article on 
like someone compl- someone on Epigram complaining about how Valentine's Day was so unfair on single people. <laughs> I remember thinking, I reading it around and like, really, just just leave me alone. Like, just, just leave us alone. Like, like, yeah. Like, come on, is Mother's Day annoying for people who don't have children? Like, just, just yes, I, I want I want special <laughs> treatment. Yeah, that's so happen. true. I don't know. I yeah, we've been talking about Valentine's Day a lot, obviously, because it's our Valentine's Day special. Mm-hmm. But I also think that just the way that Valentine's Day has been commercialized means that it doesn't have to be just for couples no like i i enjoy i'm enjoying the vibes i also kind of keep forgetting that it's happening but equally yeah we're gonna i'm gonna have some fun valentine's activities despite not having it's a day for love you can love your friends you can love your family it doesn't have to just be romantic (laughs) love guys you remember the greeks they had four different words for love it's very true yeah very, uh, very philosophical very true. of me. Very philosophical of you today. But yeah, no, that's an interesting one. I don't really think. I think. I think if you've reached this big old age and you're still arguing about like being mad about Valentine's Day, yeah. I feel like just let people have their fun. Let people enjoy themselves. Whatever. Exactly. It like, and if yeah. You're, and if you're single, then well, well the yeah. the one I hate is people who say like, oh, we don't need a day to tell my partner I love them. It's like. Well, I mean, it's nice to have those. It's like, yeah. a day. it's like Mother's Day. You don't need a day to appreciate your mum, but it's an extra day where you're like, look, I really do appreciate you. Here's a whole day just for you. It's, it's nice it's to nice. have something set aside, I think. A whole day? Yeah. Give them a drawing and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I feel bad for you. Any Valentine that you might come across, you're like, okay, oh, it's Valentine's Day. Okay, have some. There you go. Done. Yeah. yeah have I, a card. I, done. I, I, I always thought it was Valentine's hour. I did. The, the day party. <laughs> Valentine's day. 35 seconds. <laughs> oh, really, my God. I found this out today. I'm glad I was sitting down for this. Yeah, maybe that's why you've not got a Valentine. That's very true. That, ex- that explains a lot. But yeah, what, yeah, I'm what, so sorry. <laughs> What would be your Valentine's date in Bristol if you were gonna? Ooh, if I had one hypothetically, my Valentine's date in Bristol. Okay, I have wanted to do this for a date for so long, and it's been a genuine obsession of mine because I really, really, really want to do it. I want to go axe throwing. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> I really want to do it. I told my friend about it. He then did it on a date. He loved it, and it really. I just really want to do it. I don't know if it'd be Valentine's Day. I don't think it'd be a first date kind of thing. I think you can speak. To I, much. I think it's Valentine's Day if you're like been a couple for like a year plus yeah. kind of thing. Also, can say that I had a conversation with a guy on Hinge, which it like ended up in being like, "Oh, we should go axe throwing," and it was a bit of an ick. I was like, mm, "Not gonna lie, if a first date is gonna be axe throwing, I'm kind of scared of you." Yeah, that is a bit Patrick Bateman. <laughs> it's quite intense. It's a bit like movies. You can't do it on a first date because you you know you want to speak, you want to yeah. get to know each other. Yeah, like, definitely. Exchange base level information. But second or third, I would love it. I just I love the power of like throwing something here and seeing it stick to a wall. It does look fun. (laughs) The masculine urge to throw sharp things at objects. I think on a similar vein, plate smashing. I was about to say, you know those room destroying things that you can go in just like smash up drywall. Oh my god, what? I looked one up for you. I tried to (laughs) book one for you in second year. Oh my god, yeah, I remember. I I looked into one. I found one that comes into you in a van, and you you get in the van and you break things inside the van. What if they drive off? with you in the van that's what I was worried about kidnapping central oh my god the game is just like we're gonna kidnap you you've just gotta bust your way out of the van while we're driving off that's just an escape room but <laughs> yeah. in real life in real life escape room guys <laughs> the Madeline McCann experience oh. I feel like escape rooms <laughs> I wasn't I'm say glossing that, I didn't that. Want to say that live, <laughs> so guys listen back on Spotify here we go that's preserved forever <gasps> um, uh, yeah I was gonna say I feel like escape rooms went through like a big phase and then kind of like dropped off the map a little so bit I, I want to 
do one, but I feel like at this point, I've kind of missed the boat. I did one when I was like, I did it for my birthday when I was, mm, I want to say 16. It was really oh, fun. Wow. I did a Harry Potter one. I've done so many. Really? So I love them. They're Is that because really you keep getting fun. locked in rooms after nights out? It's... Just never. <laughs> this has not happened once. You confuse me for the other good-looking flatmate. I'm sorry. Which one's that? <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. No, I've done so many, and there's like the horror ones that are so much fun because you get actual people like dressing up and coming oh, out. that sounds scary. Coming out of cupboards and stuff, mm. and I've always enjoyed that. I'd say what could be quite a good first date. You know, there's that new bowling alley down like at the harbour side. Oh, is that? Yeah, it's like it's it's like the lanes, but it's also got like it's got an arcade, it's got like oh, a bar sick. stuff like that. That like, sounds really fun. It, that'd be quite. I feel like bowling would be quite a good first date. I think that'd be a good second date. I, I think cause first, it's quite easy to talk. It's not like axe throwing where it's like a lot of you know energy. No, but like let me just pose you this. So you want to go up bowling? I feel like it's like a weird stance and like a weird look, and then the other person just has to be awkwardly sitting there, like oh yeah, like go on. That is true. Like I feel like it's totally like make or break which is why i think it's better for a second date because i think it's better to kind of have a little bit of a conversation because i feel like if you get the ick from seeing that person doing that and you've not really had the opportunity to talk yeah it's gonna be weird i think that would be really fun for like a second or third date though. I think once you know or if you've been like talking for a I'd while i'd say a second date i yeah. think that would be kind of ideal if i were to remove everything that could possibly give a girl the ick what should we do you'd have one leg left I, I wouldn't really have many things left to do I, on dates <laughs> because i'm not particularly good at many <laughs> yeah i mean i just think that it i think it would be really fun as a second date but i think as a first date it just leaves too many awkward pauses mm. where you have to kind of like sit and wait for them to like go and bowl I don't know it's the same thing as like even going up to the bar on the first date and then you kind of have to awkwardly stand there while they order kind of awkward oh yeah true do you know what I mean like that you're just extending like the level of having those awkward silences and then oh my god if you do really badly and you walk back over to them and then like strike up a conversation because it's your first date Mm. you don't really know them second date material yeah okay i'm, I'm, with I'm not trying that. to put anyone off here i would actually <clears throat> love that as a second date it sounds really fun but I, I do i do want to go bowling at some point for, yeah just because i like bowling i, I want to go bowling doesn't need to be a date Nah, we can just we'll, <laughs> we'll do just go bowling brittleuth meet and greet part two we're gonna go bowling come join us yeah yeah but very true but yes i think that would be a fun date activity Mm. Mm. Do you have a favourite like food place or like top bar that you take people for dates? Um, at? I I used to really I didn't actually I always thought it would be a great place to go take people on a date it was um, Her Majesty's Secret Service but yeah. I feel like it's gone down quite a bit. I, I haven't been since second year I think I haven't been since second just, year either. It wasn't. I, I think I liked it, mm. but I think once it become be, like became like common knowledge, it kind of mm. lost some of the magic. Well, they changed ownership, and they they used to have this whole like spy theme going yeah. on with like maps and really intricate like uh, um, details and really intricate menus and stuff. And now they kind of just haven't done. They've become just uh, a regular cocktail bar, and it just feels a bit. Um, yeah, I don't have a go-to place. I don't know if you've heard of this. It's quite a, it's quite low-key. You may not have heard of it. It's called Steam. <laughs> I was it's about like, to say Spoons, to be fair, which is <laughs> yes. not the Clifton Downs. It's this, like, low-key pub. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, you may not have been. Steam no. is a good vibe, to be fair. You, you always know it's going to be busy, so you're not going to be wanting for atmosphere. It's Although my only thing with Steam is, is that if I'm on a first date, I don't want to see people I know. And at Steam, you are going to. This is true. Yeah, you, you're going to... 
I, mean, I don't know why that's a hang-up of mine, but, like, yeah, I just don't particularly want to see people that I know like on a first to, date. It's like going to Grav in first year when you're a Stokey B student. You're going to see people you know. God. Stokey B. Stokey B. Well, because I, I now follow the overheard at Stokey B Instagram because it's hilarious. Oh, God. It's very cursed, actually, the stuff they're talking about. Freshers, if there's any freshers listening, what is, what is wrong with you guys? You're pickling <laughs> dead rats. You're oh, just... my God. Yeah, have you seen this? Oh, yeah, the pickled dead rat. Well, we had, we had weird stuff. We had the, uh, the phantom shitter. In, yeah, yeah, that's right? true. <clears throat> I feel like a dead rat in a pickle jar is worse than... We had Palomagate. Do you remember Palomagate? What was Palomagate? No. Well, that was a girl who, like... <gasps> yes! She Wait. was in Churchill, and Wait. she stole from everyone. She bought... No, she... Oh, um, there was she one called Palomagate who stole. She bought someone's tickets. She bought someone's Someone's tickets mm. online, um, and then didn't. Instead, she said, "I'll pay you tomorrow morning," but then she never attended to the event. So oh. the guy who she bought the tickets off was like, "Could I have the money for the event?" She was like, "Well, no, because I never went." Oh. To which the guy responded, "Like, well, well, that doesn't matter. That's not my business. Like, I gave you the ticket. I can yeah. sell it to someone else or go <clears> myself." It's like. And there was this whole thing, and then he posted. He posted all of the screenshots of the chat. Oh on, my like, god! The, the special tickets, and it was this big oh. expose, like Washington paper style. That I, is like, yeah, it's uh, what's it called? The um, Watergate, yeah, Watergate yeah. scandal, Bob Woodward wow. and stuff. I mean, I think. I wonder whether it's the same Paloma because in Churchill there was a girl called Paloma with us who stole from people's fridges. Oh, really? Um, like, yeah, like it could be. I, it was I in Eleanor's block. I can't constantly. imagine. They had to hide their food because she would steal all their food. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's the same person. Who knows? I can't imagine Paloma's that common a name. Exactly, it's Bishop. a bit rogue, really, isn't it? So yeah. I mean, I don't know. But, yeah. yeah, shall we go into... We've asked you to bring a song, Desert Island Disc style. Yeah. Do you want to give us some... Just why have you picked the song you've picked? Tell us what we've got coming up. I have picked a song that was my top two listen song of 2020. Oh, okay. lovely. It's a song on one of... It's a very it's a very good love song. I thought that for Valentine's Day, it'd be a pretty good one. Love it's that. Perfect. Scenes. Uh, it's in one of my favourite scenes in one of my favourite TV shows, New Girl. Right, of course. The two main characters kiss for the fir- not for the first time, but when they get together for the first time. Yeah. Um, and it we plays, and I think it's really great. And yeah, I don't think I can say it much without right. spoiling it. Brilliant. Enjoy, guys. So here we go.
And we are back. That ladies. really brought back some memories of when I watched New Girl in first year. I haven't seen it for ages. Um, and yeah, what a good show. What a good show. It, it's fantastic. It's my comfort show. Whenever, I, whenever I'm feeling down, I just watch it. It's a good pick. Are you, are you team Nick, team Winston or team Schmidt? As in your favourite of the guys? Yeah, favourite of the guys, yeah. Okay. I keep switching, actually. I feel like, because I've always related to one and then I relate to the other. I think it depends. I have, I do have a soft word for Nick, though. It's just... Mm. Do you think you are a Nick or do you just like Nick? I don't think I... I, I don't know. I think I, I'd like to think I'm a Nick. I think I'm sadly more of a Schmidt. I am definitely no. more of a Schmidt. Like, <laughs> I'm no, a I'm sorry. You want to be more of a shit. Shit, 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 shit. Schmidt. All right, Jesus. Wow. <laughs> well done, Matt. Um, nice little Freudian slip there. Um, yeah, I think... From the female perspective, we'd rather have a Schmidt than a Nick. Really? Definitely. Really? Definitely. Interesting. I because, think- I don't know, I think that Nick, he just kind of, like, sits around. Like, he feels like he has so much wasted potential. Yeah. Which is, like, a little bit of a turn-off. I don't know. Can Whereas we agree Schmidt, on one thing, good. though? Joe is Winston. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Joe is Winston. Yeah. Joe was um, our <laughs> other flatmate in second year for any listeners listening in. The other question, Pablo, which always sunny uh, character do you relate to and why is it Mac? Is it Mac? You'd think it'd be Mac. I think you'd be Mac. Really? Potentially. I can kind of see some of it in there. Interesting. Well, not you, you're not Charlie. Sunny. I if I don't think I wasn't thinking Charlie. Uh, that's it. What is it's always sunny? Well, you think, no, if you about? think Dennis. I don't think Dennis. Who do you think then? I don't know. Definitely not Mac. What is this show even about? Think, somebody, what, somebody, describe. It's, it's the oh, terrible people. It's awful, a show, awful people. It's a show right? about five people set in uh, Philadelphia, mm. and they own a bar. And the whole point of it is that it's just they are terrible. It's not your classic sort of like American yeah. sitcom where at the end I see. They are genuinely awful, narcissistic people. And it makes it so much fun. Fair enough. What are your favourite relationships from TV? Like, for your favourite couples? Um, ben and Leslie from uh, Parks and Rec. Oh, good shout. That's okay. Just because they, they don't really... Like, they have that little problem at the start, but then it isn't. Like, the, their relationship just kind of is lovely to and watch. he's such a good non-toxic nerd. Because I feel like we get so okay. many toxic nerds and shows yeah. like Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Oh, like, Very true. Quote-unquote nice guy stereotype. And Ben yeah. isn't like that. He's like a nerd. But he's, still he's, like, he's dorky he's rather dorky. than nerdy, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say all of the Shits Creek couples oh, are just incredible. Yes. <clears throat> You've watched Shits Creek, right? I Pat? actually haven't. No. Oh, I think you'd really like you'd it. Love it. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's on my list. Um, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw in my personal favorite, Phil and Claire. Oh, yeah. we were talking about Modern Family earlier. It's definitely my comfort show. Um, we were talking about, have you seen the scene where Alex and Ben do the sex painting and then hang it on the wall? Yes, and yeah. Hmm. Oh, I'll tell you what Spicy Valentine's my, Day plans the, the cutest couple From any TV show Has to be Jamie and Cersei Lannister <laughs> Are they Are they siblings They're twins They're Twins Oh Does that actually happen On the show Yes Listeners We are not promoting Twinsest Twinsest <laughs> I'm glad you had to Specify that For our listeners Listeners We do not Want to endorse Twincest on our show Normal incest is fine guys By the way Oh yeah no If you're twins It's a bit too far Yeah honestly Cousins That could work People did get married To their cousins But twins That's wrong That's really wrong You were in the womb together Are there any Are there any good Game of Thrones relationships Now I think about it I thought you were going to say Are there any stories (laughs) Of twincest That we're aware of No Oh Oh Oh, don't. Oh, (laughs) this has reminded me of something. I know that look. That's an evil (laughs) smile. I've seen that evil smile before. Go on. 
You've, you've had a run-in with twins. I, well, <laughs> a romantic escapade with I, twins. I have not. <laughs> like, I think the definition is that I have not. I, I made a horrible mistake one time. <laughs> and paid for it dearly. Tell the listeners. Go on. I, mm, All in the spirit of Valentine's. <laughs> it's not really Valentine's Day. I basically... I was... In the place where mistakes happen, also known as lounge. Of course. Yeah, that sounds about right. And I was speaking to this girl that I'd met who'd come down from, um, I believe it was Leeds or something. And she was visiting her sister. And I didn't really think of much at the time. And I was chatting to her for a long time. And we were sort of like getting acquainted. And then she left for a second to go to the she, she left to go to the bathroom she said I'll see you when I get out and you know we'll go get some like chips from Jason's or something I don't know guys I was young it's lounge and then I was like okay I'm gonna go you know find her and you know show her some like Spanish romanticism or something <laughs> or uh, Pablo Neruda so wow I, 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 I took a couple of shots for a Dutch courage and yeah and then when I tried to find I, I saw her and then I went in to, you know, for a, for a, for a Valentine's Day kiss. And um, sadly, I didn't clock that she was wearing different clothes. And it turns out that it was the, um, it was a twin sister, in fact. Uh, she obviously kind of, like, backed away and was like, who are you? And why are you just, like, the most sort of, like, forward person I've ever met? I was like, what are you talking about? We've been speaking for the last four hours. You know, not that it tells me to do anything, but, like, why don't you recognize me? And then oh, I saw... God. Uh, I saw the original girl walk out of the bathroom. And at that point, I think I was just so embarrassed that I just left. It's Yeah, it's quite the circumstance. But I actually, I don't know if this will make you feel better, but this has happened to another one of my friends. Has this? Yeah, and she was in a club and she ended up getting with twin brothers. Like, she got with them both. Oh, she actually did. Because I, I, did, I couldn't either. I, I Yeah. She, yeah, and then realised afterwards and was like, oh my god, that was two different people. I could <laughs> so not imagine. So it's actually more common than you would expect. I, I, I um, urge <laughs> listeners to look at the clothes. That's, uh, that's yeah, yeah, I also urge listeners to, yeah, pay maybe pay, pay a little bit more attention because I don't think it's a situation. We, As I said, Bristleuths does not condone twincest. Exactly. I'm very glad we're not doing that. But maybe something I'm curious about. Obviously, we're talking about relation, like TV relationships. What is like your go-to like Netflix and chill or like TV show you'd watch with like a partner? Planet Earth. Planet Earth. hundred <clears throat> percent. Really? You don't really have to listen to it. Yeah. And it's brilliant. And I'm just so invested in. And I love David Attenborough. Yeah. That fair is enough. true. So I, in a similar vein, I think I've talked about this before. But the Wonders of the Solar System, the Brian Cox documentary. Are these the things, like, you're on dates and you're like, let's watch The Wonders of the Solar System. I think I'd leave. I'd be like, sorry, oh, what? I've, n- I've never, I've never, <laughs> I've never done this. it. I thought you were kind of leading into, like, do you have a couples show that you watch together? You guys have gone, like, a very different route. I, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of following Pablo. For a couple show, I mean, I watched Shit's Creek with an ex and we started watching Narcos, but we never got around to the second episode. Fair enough. I watched the Strike series. Oh, what? The um, Cormoran Strike one? Yeah, Ooh. the J.K. Rowling um, like mystery series. But I was re-watching, but he wanted to watch them. So we watched that, which was kind of a random pick, to be honest. But also we watched yeah. a lot of action movies as well. So like it was kind of in line, but also not what you'd expect as a couple's show. Could I, could I possibly take a very quick tangent one second? Of course. Go for it. Did you watch the... Uh, any chance you watched the Harry Potter reunion? I did, show? yeah. I've not watched it. I need to watch it. Did you... I'm just going to mention one thing. Go for it's it. It's not a spoiler or anything. Like I that, don't really it's, mind. It's so funny because 
every time J.K. Rowling appears on screen, oh, there's yeah. just this big writing on top of her that just says, this was filmed back in 2019 in her London studio. And it appears every single say, time it's she's in, on it's screen. Unavoidable. It's, it's weird. unavoidable. And it doesn't happen for anyone else. Well, because no one else was filmed previously. Yeah, because no one else was filmed previously because no one else, they don't care about anyone else. But yeah. That's it. so odd. It was one of That's my very favorite odd. moments of the show, alongside that moment when Emma Watson says, the most horrible moment of my life was when I had to kiss Rupert Grint. <laughs> and Rupert Grint just goes, yeah, me too. Not <laughs> <laughs> meaning it. Oh, oh no. Bastard. Have you seen all this stuff, like shipping um, Emma Watson and... Tom Felton? Tom Fen- Felton, yeah. I have. It's well, all... I mean, there is that whole rumour that they hooked up at her 18. Yeah, there's like... It's not even a rumour. It's like a broken down theory. Like, I've seen people, like, analysing the clothes, the, really? the pictures. Like, people have broken it down. I mean, if we're analysing clothes to work out whether people hooked up, we, we have to talk about High School Musical 2 and after I Don't Dance, where Chad and Ryan switch clothes. It Ooh. can only mean... Like, the whole thing is I don't swing that way. That's the whole song. I have not seen High School Musical 2, so I... Okay, we're watching it tonight. Oh. Um, I've never heard someone say, I swing that way. What am I talking about High School Musical? <laughs> was... I think Sam said that twice in this show as well. Like, well I think he's that really trying to make it, make it clear for his brisk crushes. Um, but no, it was... I just remember, like, my sister and I loved High School Musical growing up, and we we rewatched it like in one of the first days of lockdown, and it's just fantastic. Like, you go back, it's like, wow, this is so bad and so cheesy. You know, I've <laughs> never actually seen it. I oh god, the first time I saw it was um, y- yeah, before getting with a guy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a very um, interesting. In Hyatt Baker, it oh. was like a show after party thing. Like we'd been chatting all night, and then I stayed because I was like, oh my god, I've never seen High School Musical, and he was like, oh. Let Let's go watch it. Went and watched it. Yeah. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Great, great times. Because, yeah, when I was a child, I was, like, really anti-High School Musical. I didn't want to be, like, like following the trend. Can I be honest with you as to why I was anti in? Why? I was jealous that everyone liked Troy. That was kind of like, everyone was, like, talking about Troy, and I was like, he's not even real. He doesn't exist. (laughs) But Zac Efron very much does. And I wanted to do Aladdin for a high school play, and they wanted to do High School Musical, and I was like, no. To be fair, yeah, Aladdin seems like a better play to do than High School Musical. High School Musical, the musical, the series. That's a, I like, yeah, I mean, honestly. But yeah, Jafar feels like a fun thing to play. Jafar and the dad. My mum made me this two-sided cape that was black and gold, and when I was gold, I was the sultan, and then when I was Jafar... I that's would, uh, sick that's I really love cool. that but then I forgot to do a costume change so I kidnapped my daughter which was a bit of a weird <laughs> moment <laughs> that's funny no, I love that no that's context whistlers I kidnapped my daughter I kidnapped my daughter guys oh, if listen I, in to find out more if only I still had, had access to like things the, Pablo says should we make that as our um, the, oh, the episode tag yeah yeah. Things Pablo says. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should have brought those up and talked about them as if they were brisk truths and brisk crushes. I don't even think I follow the account anymore. Oh, like, sad times. We had an account in second it. year called Things Pablo Says with Things Pablo Said. Um, so It was just a bunch of unhinged still, quotes. Can we still find I think it? it? We can finish up with a Things Pablo Said as our, as our close-up I mean, for the show. My favourite one that I can actually remember off my head was My Life is a roller coaster piloted by the Kardashians. Yeah, that was a good one. I, I, I found that. it. Oh, it's it's locked. Yeah, I think probably you might be the only person here following I it. I think now. I follow it. I mean, um, I did follow it. I definitely oh, well. did. I think it's just after second year. Like, Maybe it was on my spam. There you go. Oh, brilliant. So we're gonna finish it up with some things Pablo said today. So 
Um, maybe he said this to both twins, ladies and gentlemen. You're about to have the Pablo experience. Oh no! Yeah, that was bad. That was, that was in Freshers, actually. That was oh a, goodness me! Joke. I think one of my all-time favorites is "I can sell steak to a vegan." That is, yeah. Was that one of the taglines when you were almost on The Apprentice? You were that, like, oh, "Alan, God. Alan, I can I, sell I, steak I to a vegan." I would have actually gotten in if I said that. <laughs> you might have done, but. On a closing note, I think all of us should try and have a life that's a roller coaster piloted by the Kardashians, Indeed. to be honest. Well, Thank you very yeah. much for coming cool. on the show and talking about Valentine's Day and ships with us. Yeah, and it's been fantastic. TV shows. And yeah, Sleuthers, I hope you have a great week. We're going to be finishing up with a song that none of us know called Always Forever. We think it sounds like a love song, but it's also by a group called The Cults, so we're, we're not kind too of sure. I think it's a breakup song. I'm, I'm voting breakup song. Okay. Well, we're breaking up with we'll you today, guys. <laughs> we love so sorry. Love you, Sleuthers. Happy Valentine's.